Hey everybody, uh, we are about to uh, show an interview with local comedian, uh, local to the Northwest, uh, comedian Andrew Dre Rivers. Uh, but the problem is, is the second that I requested an interview with him was the second that he was ready to do the interview. So this is uh, what happens when I have no prep and the guest has no whiskey. But uh, ironically, he's promoting a dry, uh, dry bar uh, whiskey comedy special. So uh, it, I figured it was kind of fitting that he had no whiskey. But uh, we always have whiskey on this show. So uh, I'm going to do an after the bottle. After the bottle on uh, Baker 7. So to start out, this is after the bottle. All right, uh, so uh, I finished off a uh, Baker's, uh, and I got to say that uh, for the price, um, it was definitely uh, not worth the price, but it wasn't bad. Uh, it tastes really good with a couple ice cubes. Uh, I know a lot of you guys uh, really hate when we uh, drink the whiskey with some ice cubes, but uh, this one, the ice cubes really did help. Um, so I would recommend it on the rocks. Uh, it's not really a, a something you do neat. Um, it's only been aged seven years, so uh, it's kind of hard to do a good neat whiskey uh, with only seven years in. So anyways, uh, Baker's, um, it's okay. Uh, it's, uh, I don't think worth the money. Maybe if you can get it on sale or if you get a deal on it or maybe they lower the price or maybe they, you know, start aging it more, but, uh, Baker's gets the, uh, kind of, it was okay. It was good. I don't regret it. Um, I didn't have to choke it down. Didn't have to mix it with cola. So yeah, not bad. And, uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, yeah, my buddy, uh, Salacious Crumb is, uh, he's got my back. So, uh, anyways, if you can't spot Salacious Crumb, uh, you got to look a little closer. He's, he's basically sitting on my shoulder. So, uh, and he's always with me somewhere. Salacious Crumb is always with me. He's always got my back. So, uh, anyways, Baker's, eh, it's okay. All right, so now on with the rest of the Nerds Drink Whiskey special interview with Andrew J. Rivers. Welcome to another episode of Nerds Drink Whiskey. Uh, we're uh, starting last year, we, I mean, not last year, last week, uh, we interviewed uh, Mads Mattis writer Dick DiBartolo. Uh, and uh, here we have a much, much younger uh, uh, person trying to make a living in comedy, uh, Mr. Andrew Rivers. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. All right. So uh, now, um, are, are, first off, are you familiar with our our guest last week, Dick DiBartolo. No. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with Mad Magazine? Mad Magazine, yes. Yes. Okay. So he's basically uh, been in every episode. He's one of the writers. Uh, been in every episode of Mad Magazine. Uh, he's also uh, the weird gadget guy. On uh, if you're ever up in the middle of the night and see World News Now, uh, the the 
where all insomniacs get their news. Uh, he's sure. the one that does the weird, goofy gadgets. So okay. Um, but uh, but anyways, uh, you uh, just did a very interesting. I think this is your first real comedy special, is it not? Yeah, um, it's for Dry Bar Comedy, which is kind of ironic. Um, which is why we, uh, this is when we had to have you on the show. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so it's it's sort of like a Netflix for Mormons where they edit out uh, offensive parts of TV shows. Like, um, you know, you can select like, hey, I want to watch Game of Thrones, but I'm offended by nudity. So you can select, hey, no nudity on my TV shows. And then you can watch the other 13 minutes of a Game of Thrones episode. So it's very exciting. Well, as as my absolute favorite actor, uh, Ian McShane, so uh, poetically put it, uh, Game of Thrones is basically tits and dragons. So it's uh, fantastic, yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's to edit it out, and I think we were uh, bantering uh, on Facebook a little bit about uh, wait, if you take out all the tits from, uh, you, is there any yeah. show left? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the whole um, point. Yeah. So, so this is this is their uh, your special is uh, them doing original content, so they don't have yeah. to edit it. Uh, yeah. Like, what kind of what kind of prep did they give you uh, before they courted you? Like, in the courting of you yeah. doing the special? Well, they offered it to me the first time, and I said no because I think they go out of their way to scare the comedians, and um, which is their right. They they have a brand to protect, and they have people coming that have certain expectations. So they want to be absolutely sure that you can meet them. And so, you know, they were talking to me and they're like, this is the cleanest you ever have to be in your life. And I was like, wow, that's insane. And so I said no. And then a couple friends that I know did a filming. And then I was like, if these guys can do it, I can do it, you know? And, um, that shows you how well I think of my friends, but, um, (laughs) They just gave me good feedback and they gave me, um, they sent me a whole packet. They have a whole thing prepared about, um, you know, this is what we think and this is an example of okay and this is an example of not okay. And basically, they say you can talk about drinking if you want, just not in a positive light. Like, you know, take any story that you have of drinking and go, this is why I don't drink anymore because I woke up with my girlfriend's underwear on and uh, whatever, you know. That's right, why right, you right. shouldn't drink, kids, or whatever. Instead of being like, man, I got so wasted. You know, if you're talking about it in a positive light, which I enjoy. We were talking about the theme of the podcast, Sip, Not Slam. That's a, Always that's, Sip, Never Slam. Yeah. That's a beautiful um, – is that an original saying? Uh, that is a well. If you go through the history of our show, because we we've done like well over a hundred episodes now, and yeah. uh, I kind of like played around with this few things and played around with a few things. And actually, the show didn't even start out as being called Nerds Drink Whiskey. It was yeah. like after like I can't remember how many episodes. It was like thirty some episodes. Uh, I went. I finally found you know thirty episodes in. I was like, I finally right. figured out the name, and I was like, wait, we're nerds. We keep talking about nerdy stuff, and so why don't we we keep having this thing where where the nerd culture and the whiskey culture are already like seeping in? So why don't we just yeah. call it nerds drink whiskey? And, That's great because it's so- it's such a um, this is what I love about alcohol and hate about alcohol. Um, I just posted a new video this week from a show where I'm working on a new bit about two drinks only. 
two drinks is the new midnight. When I was growing up, my dad would always be like, you know, nothing good happens after midnight. There's no reason to have 24-hour ATMs, which makes sense because you're not withdrawing money at one in the morning to give to a charity. You know, the Red Cross doesn't have a drop box. Um, if you're withdrawing money at one in the morning for charity, that's a stripper's name. So um, <laughs> I decided that for my own personal tolerance that two drinks is midnight where nothing good happens after two drinks because you have two drinks and you're like, I feel sexy and successful and every the world is beautiful. And, and, um, but, and then you think your mind is like, if I feel this good after two drinks, imagine how I feel after 17, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, but it's not a scale that keeps going up. It plateaus right around three and then four, it starts to go back down where you're, you know, you have four drinks and you're like, I should call my ex-girlfriend probably. And then, you know, four and five drinks, you're like, condoms are overrated. And then, you know, it's seven. It's okay to pee in this like, neighbor's think, mailbox. Well, It'll be funny. Huh? I said, it's okay to pee in this neighbor's mailbox. It'll be Absolutely. funny. You know what I mean? There's just <laughs> no, no good things happen after that many drinks. So I've been reminding, because I discovered this thing. Uh, it's like a green tea uh drink but it's like whiskey and some other stuff and it, it tastes just like a green tea um kind of a, a yeah like a green tea drink or whatever and so a couple of weeks ago I was at a bar and we decided to have green tea shots and I yeah so we so anyway I had some shots of whiskey that you know but I was slamming them, and then I, my friend was driving me home, and then I just started puking all over my car. And um, and it's really embarrassing to drive that to, like, a detail, you know, to be to – because be, I'm like, yeah, my friend, uh, uh, he can't control himself. He threw up all over my car. I can't believe it, you know. We, and, we, need, uh, we need to get you a, a shirt with our slogan on it just to yeah. remind you of how to properly drink whiskey, you know? Absolutely. Always sip, never slam. It's beautiful. So, uh, yeah. And, and and I'm sorry, but green tea, green tea is for trying to get yourself healthy. Whiskey yeah. is – you don't mix the two. That's, that's, sure. that's sacrilege. This is the problem with Seattle is we're so, like, health conscious that we want to be like, I want to drink, but I also want to ha- not be hungover and have energy and – and you know, is this whiskey gluten free? How does it? Is this? Does it come from a good family? I need to know all these things before I can consume a product. You know, so yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's... so yeah, I I just you know, two drinks is the new midnight, and and uh, and I'm a big fan of. I'm gonna keep repeating, sip not slam. So um, oh, sip never slam. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, yeah. Cool. Now, uh, now uh, right now you're you're actually in the Northwest, correct? Correct. I have a show okay. in Enumclaw Wednesday, depending on whenever this comes out. And uh, but yeah, okay. tour dates are andrewjrivers.com, and uh, w- you know whatever. Okay. Now uh, you're going to Enumclaw. I gotta warn you. If some guy says he wants to take you home to meet his date, yeah, don't. And especially don't drink anything before you go. Don't do it okay. in the first place. But yeah. you have to because it yeah. could be a horse. Right. I'm going to bring carrots just in case a guy wants to bring me home, you know, so. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. All right. And uh, now when when's the next time you for those uh, those watching in, in other states, when's the next time you're, you're hitting the road? 
Well, April, I've got uh, some tour dates to Michigan coming up next week, and then I'll be in um, Fairview Heights, Illinois, which is sort of a St. Louis suburb, about a half hour east of St. Louis, and um, uh, Vancouver, uh, Canada, and Calgary, um, and um, all sorts of tour dates, and then I'm working on some East Coast stuff, but... um, you know, it's all hard to to predict what's going to happen. But the best way is if you just, you know, find me on Facebook or what, or Twitter, or YouTube, or any adult friend finder, whatever service that you subscribe <laughs> to. Um, and I I am really annoying about posting when I'm going to be in certain cities. So um, you got to be. Yeah. Now, okay, so now where uh, where do they where do they like? How much is it to to get this special and watch it? And where can they find it? Well, it is uh, $1. It is very expensive. Um, if you can't afford that, you know, I'll just Venmo you a dollar. I'd rather you just watch it. It's it's pretty fun. Um, it's on a website called Dry Bar Comedy. So you can go to drybarcomedy.com slash Andrew R. Um, or if you just follow me on Facebook, I'm really annoying about posting about it. So uh, I'm sure Snapchats, any anything – any way that I can possibly annoy people, I am. I am all. I'm on a full press tour right now. That's why we finally got uh, booked on on a whiskey podcast. So, um, <laughs> it's also a nerdy podcast. We're, yeah, we're absolutely. Yeah, and comedy is nerd. Comedy is one of my favorite things because you're like a nerd with words. Like, you know, you you you're constantly rearranging words and syllables and counting. You know, it's just so. It's so. It's I love things that go as deep as you want them to, you know? Well, you go so, back to George Carlin. I mean, George Carlin's entire career was basically just wordplay and right. him playing with words. So yeah. now uh, uh, one, que- one question uh, about your your uh, sober bit for, for Dry Bar is yeah. uh, now here you go and you're doing this for Mormons. And I've seen your act. You're not act. Your act isn't necessarily filthy. No. But did you find it? How much of a challenge was it to do a completely clean set? And and how long of a set did you have to do? It was tough. I mean, they said uh, they they basically say get to forty minutes, and then they can edit it down if they want. Um, my special ended up being forty two minutes. With, I mean, I'm sure that's part of an intro and maybe an outro or whatever, but um, yeah, it's really, it wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be. The only things that I got, they have like flags or whatever, like, so they have filters is what they call them basically on each special where uh, these are the inappropriate things he talked about and you can turn these off if you want. So I said the word screw three times and that got flagged. And, um, um, I guess I referred to a private part. I don't remember making a joke like that, but, um, um, and then I, I, my, my joke about find me on Facebook or adult friend finder or whatever, they flagged me for saying adult friend finder. Um, and, uh, so yeah, there's a couple things. I did a joke about marijuana, but I did it in a negative light where I say, Oh, this is why I don't do this or whatever. And that's what the the special sort of name after is. Um, because when I smoke, I get, I just turn into like a very, 
any any moderation of any substance i just i'm a happy person you know so i think the that maybe these vices bring out what's inside of you you know some people are angry drunks or some people are sad drunks or whatever and i'm just the happiest because i hear songs and i'm like this music speaks to me you know like I always want girls to shake their laffy taffy, but they just won't. It's like a metaphor for my life, you know. So it's just very silly and fun. Um, so it was a little difficult to avoid words like saying, like even saying "jeez," you know. That's like basically short for saying "Jesus Christ" or whatever. Right. So yeah, yeah. they'll flag you for saying that, even though that's just, a, a, you know, a tick. Even if you call it that, you're not even saying it on purpose, just going. So this guy punched me in the face and I go, gee, Willikers. And they're going to be like, you say gee, Willikers. That is not, you know. Now, now uh, you did refrain from uh, making any jokes about uh, holy underwear, correct? Yeah, I don't know anything about it, really. So I did make some jokes because um, I have this story that is about, it's like a 10-minute story about a time I saved a guy's life who was uh, drunk off mouthwash in the middle of the night. I was at an ATM in the middle of the night depositing a check from comedy because, you know, I still can't believe people pay me to do this. So I try to deposit the check before they change their mind. And um, so I was depositing this check at like one in the morning and this guy was like just like growling and like drooling on himself. And I was like, oh, no, zombies are real, you know. So I take him to the hospital and uh, – I ended up just kind of talking to him and he, you know, I go, what the hell's wrong? And he goes, I drank too much mouthwash, if you know what that means. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. My parents are still together. I don't, I don't understand it. (laughs) So what I later learned after I dropped the guy off is that like some people, if especially people in maybe recovery or people that can't access alcohol will try to drink mouthwash. But it's a non-consumable alcohol. It's poisonous. So it shuts down your organs and you can go blind. If you drink too much, you can die. So all these things. And uh, so anyway, uh, I'm a hero is the whole point of the story. And uh, (laughs) but I told that story because when I told when you get two takes on this special where they you do one show and then they clear the room and then you do another show with a different audience. So you have basically two shots at, at, at testing different materials. So I thought I'd give them some options with when I did the marijuana jokes the first time, they didn't hit as well as I wanted them to because I think you're doing jokes about what being high feels like. And these are people that have never even experienced caffeine, you know, if they're really, really into yeah, yeah, the Mormons don't drink caffeine. Yeah. Right. So they don't know what any kind of buzz feels like. So they just have no, they just go, he's being silly, but they don't have a frame of reference to relate to the material. So they laugh, but they just, it's not like a big explosion like you would think. So on the second show, I thought maybe I'll try this story because I've always wanted to get a good recording of this story. And, um, and I kind of expected them to hate it, but, Um, but I made a joke sort of teasing them where I go, mouthwash, uh, has alcohol in it. You guys are pretty familiar with all the ways to cheat the system or whatever. And, um, yeah, it was a little ballsy and, uh, and 
what happened was they uh, they gave me an applause break live. Like they thought it was hilarious that I was teasing them. And I even paused the show and I go, I really expected you guys to hate me. And they kept laughing and I go, that was the biggest surprise of my life. And then I got off stage and these people kept coming up to me and they're like, that was really funny because we're not allowed to drink alcohol. And that's one of the ways people will try to drink. And I go, no, I know why it's funny, but I don't know why you think it's funny. Like you're supposed right. to hate me, you know? Yeah. And so that joke didn't make the special, but, um, you know, um, so, you know, there was just some choices and there's other, there's other material that's like dating stories or, um, um, you know, some stuff you're just like, you know, there's just no way to really clean it up, you know, enough to, cause they don't want you to talk about premarital sex and they don't want you to talk about stuff like that. So, um, it was definitely, I spent a, a, a good two to three weeks every, every, every night kind of looking at each joke and going, let me write this and let me, you know, take, cause a lot of times the swear words aren't necessary. They're just there to, to cause that's just how you talk and right. to provide emphasis, a little flavoring, you know, a little bit of flavor yeah, yeah. seasoning. And, um, so you know, I also talk. I told, ended up telling like an airplane story, and you know, those aren't necessarily jokes that I'm. I think is my best material ever, but at the same time, whatever. And they still let me be risky with stuff. I told a joke about a guy who, a friend of mine that has a bomb shelter, and um, and they were totally fine with that. They were great with any oh, joke. Sure some of them want bomb shelters, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. So, so you know. It, it was a little bit of a challenge and I'm glad I did it because now I have this, uh, my friend called it a really fancy business card, which is funny. Yeah. Um, for a comedian. You know, absolutely. Your first special. Yeah. It's yeah. a, it's a special and it's a thing. And now I, instead of being, you know, instead of emailing people and being like, I'm not funny. Uh, trust me. I'm really funny. And here's a video I shot from the back of a room one night. You know, yeah. I have a full, like, you know, 4k HD, multi-camera shoot with great mic on the audience so it's just really cool and it's great to uh brag about on facebook and remind everyone that i'm better than them so <laughs> that's all that's all we really want to do on facebook is just remind people that we're better than them so absolutely all right so uh, uh we're closing out in closing out the show is there any final comments or words that you want to uh remind the viewers and listeners of nerds drink whiskey Always sip, never slam. You got it right. Dude, fist bump through <laughs> webcam. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. So, uh, and just uh, for everybody to, everybody to know, uh, yes, this on this one, we, we've done an interview with Andrew J. Rivers, comedian extraordinaire. And uh, But next week, we are returning to doing whiskey, and we're actually doing a, another tour of local distilleries, this time uh, distilleries in Seattle, 
sometimes it'll be tasting new product. Sometimes it'll be uh, the owners uh, of the distillery giving us a tour. Uh, so check back next week. And, I'm not uh, we'll... against whiskey, by the way. Uh, we just I just want to let them know we set this up within five minutes of notice. So I didn't right. have whiskey at the house. That's the only yep. reason I'm not. I thought drinking vodka would be an unacceptable thing no, on this. Oh, you don't know. No. What is this thing? This yeah, strange, uh, terrible. So, vodka? Yeah. Yeah. So I just, so I, I am not, I just want to say to the people, I am not sober. So if you're like, I was going to message him and, and ask for a dick pic, but he sounds like he doesn't drink. No, absolutely. I make a lot of bad decisions. Please, <laughs> please reach out to me. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, we will, I'm sure, be uh, hearing more from Andrew J. Rivers uh, in the future. And Andrew, thank you very much for uh, coming on to Nerds Drink Whiskey. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. All right.